What is up? Welcome to this week's episode of the Anything But Professional Podcast. Broadcast. Broadcast. As always, I'm Carson Spruill, here with my boy Jackson. What's up? He do be eating that pork. I'm eating some pulled pork right now. Uh, We are back in the Anything But Professional studio. Uh, We got a loaded uh, episode today. We're going to be talking the Natty, LSU and Clemson, uh, new head coach Mike Leach, and of course, the reason why you're probably all here the bachelor we will be getting into some bachelor mm-hmm. uh some juicy stuff to talk about this week yes sir so let's just head straight into it vibes natty championship jackson um, what do you think uh it was a, for three quarters it was a great game and then lsu took over um we it will take a couple of years but i feel like we'll they'll be recognized as the best team of all time yeah i i do think this 2019 lsu team was at least top 3 you just look at the time. teams that they beat I mean, Texas was didn't finish in the top ten, but mm-hmm. at the time they weren't just they an beat easy a, team to beat. They beat a ton of teams. They, you know, derailed Bama's season. For sure. They uh, they beat Florida, who was a good squad. Uh, they took they Georgia, took Georgia behind the woodshed. Auburn was really the one that played them the closest. Yeah, I think they only won by six. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, LSU. One of the best teams in, yeah. in college football history. And uh, Brent, Venables, Brent Venables did a pretty good job um, figuring LSU out. He's uh-huh. the defensive coordinator at Clemson. He did he did a pretty good job on the first three ish drives. Yeah, first quarter and a half was kind of kind of had me worried. Yeah, Dabo was. I don't understand why Dabo was playing conservative in the first quarter of a national mm-hmm. championship game, and you have the machine that is LSU. Um, like you got to defend your title a little bit better than that. You don't right. go out conservative. Uh, I mean, it ended up working for a little bit because he did, you know, get a touchdown on, on one of those drives. But mm-hmm. and it took, it took a little bit for LSU to really get to where we, I think a lot of people expected them to be mm-hmm. in that game. The first quarter and the ha- quarter and half ish for them was just ugly. Couldn't really yeah. get anything going. They were down seventeen seven. But you look up and they're they're just putting up some unreal stats. Mm-hmm. Like Joe Burrow had like. Five TDs and two rush touchdowns. It was insane. He had over 400 yards. Just yeah. like if I had told you that Ohio State's backup quarterback would have been the Heisman and one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, you right. would have you know probably slapped me. Yeah. If I said it two years ago. I'm not much of a slapper, yeah. but I would have thought about it for sure. Yeah, I'm mean, like, man, I might need to slap this guy. Yeah, but great game um, for about three quarters, and then LSU just. Put it on them, like yeah, they, they did. Just, they did about what we expected. LSU them to do. played one of their better defensive games this game, um, and uh, AJ Terrell, number eight on Clemson, got exposed. He the did get exposed. Game. They eventually they took him off Jamar Chase. Yeah, because he was just getting this. I mean, this dude's all SEC cornerback. Yeah, just getting absolutely yonked. Yeah, uh, he got he got beat by on like three deep balls. Mm-hmm. Um, he got trucked by Edwards Alaire, who's like five six. Yeah. Um, so that's tough. He do be strong though. Low Edwards man win, Low man wins. Uh, yeah. It's a, low, it's a low game. Motorcycle. Uh, just they go do by be. the anything but professional studios. No yeah. courtesy over here in Green Oaks. No courtesy. Green Oaks, Mississippi. Um, thanks, motorcycle. You really, really pushed me off my. Train tra- of yeah, derailed the train there. Um, yeah, AJ Terrell got burnt. AJ Terrell got burnt. He got blasted by uh, Edwards Elair. Um, and then 
Um, one more thing happened to him. Oh, Jamar Chase, like, he knocked Jamar Chase down, and then Jamar Chase, like, flipped. He did, like, a backflip up to get himself off the ground. So not only did he get burnt a couple times, that was probably the worst thing that happened to him. He so just he's got, dunked got on. played. Yeah. He got dunked on. Um, but <coughs> somebody that did play really well for a, a couple of people that played well defensively for Clemson is um, Isaiah, Sim- Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, probably Isaiah Simmons. Probably going to be a top five pick. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. versatile. He's like a Jabril Peppers, but like But like better. stronger. Yeah, like and better. good. Yeah. And yeah. It's Jabril, Jabril, if you're out there listening, man, you've really fell off the wagon. Yeah, watched. Um, still love to have you on. Yeah. Um, and then Jake Skalski, uh, the white dude who had a neck pad. The neck pads are neck pads are dying out. What neck is with pads, that? Okay, I've always thought neck pads are so useless, but they're not. When a they're, guy like Skalski wears it, it just makes you look more. They're fierce. useless except for the appearance of being gritty. Yeah, it has to be done by like a white middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. That's just a real, yeah. real gritty guy. Because then it yeah. makes it look scary, but. Other than that, I feel like they're He did get ejected for targeting, though. And targeting, it seemed like a hot debate most of the people I was watching it with were like, they need to make targeting like 30 yards and no ejection. Like, it's, I think the instant replay on targeting is really um, kind of ruined the rule there. Well, see, my, my thing with the whole targeting and like the personal foul hits is I just don't like, it's you're so seeing hard less to, and less form tackles these days. Like, guys yeah. just want to go for the big hit. Instead of making a good football form tackle, yeah, and to me that's bad for the game. It's also it's also hard to pull up like from a tackle, and the other person lowers your head like uh, Trevor Lawrence did in the Fiesta Bowl. It's just incredibly hard to you know yeah. not hit him in the head there, yeah, because that's where your momentum's going. But anywho, this who's is back not, of the week? This is not an Science. officiating podcast. Science. Science. Shout out science. Momentum, physics, all that stuff. We got it here. Um, yeah, but Joe Burrow, um, really one of the smoothest off the field and on the field. Like, he made, like, the first play of the game for LSU. He almost got a safety yeah. and somehow didn't. Somehow threw it 40 yards down the field to uh, Randy Moss's kid. Daddy is Moss. Who had the game of his life. Unfortunately, that play was called back. Yeah, they did. But, but he nonetheless, still got, he still got still two touchdowns, play. and he only had one all year before that. I don't believe that's true. I think it's true. I don't know. I didn't look it up. I just felt like it. I don't believe that's true. I feel like that's true, though. I'm not going to fact check you, but I'm pretty sure that's not true. It might not be. All right. So, anyways, <laughs> that I think that's about all I have to say on the yeah. Navy. Um, left? In the post-game press conference, Joe Burrow was asked what his ring size is, and he immediately, without thinking, said 10 and a half. Um, legend status. Go ahead and give him a Super Bowl MVP right now. Yeah. But anywho, Mike Leach, the pirate. The pirate. Um, I got a lot to say about this hire. I mean, yeah, so let's, sec- let's get into it. I mean, you know, not in the bad context, you know, just just got a lot to say. You know, I greeted him at Brian Airfield. Right. Um, I couldn't go. I was in class, unfortunately. Nerd. Yeah, but... That's my gre- bad. It's 4.0 season. You know what it we is. We greeted him in uh, Brian Airfield and uh, shook shook our hands and all that stuff, you know, he's doing all the doing all the right stuff. Um, yeah. And a lot of people um, that, doubt, that were against his hire saying, like, it's too much of a risk, the offense doesn't fit, really... Any of the candidates were a big risk. Yeah. 
It's not like there was a safe option. I still think that Bill Clark should have been a bigger candidate. Yeah, I on don't there. think we pursued Bill Clark enough. But, but real quick, this just in: T. Higgins has declared for the NFL draft. Oh, really? Breaking yeah. news. Yeah, we're breaking this on the podcast yeah, is, right now. Yeah, live on the anything. This but is our first podcast. ever breaking news. Uh, ranked number nineteen overall, number five wide receiver. That's kind of insane that there's five wide receivers in the top nineteen. Uh, Jerry Judy. It's a strong receiver um, class. Judy Rugs. Is Rugs gone? Yeah, Rugs gone. Yeah. Um, um, Devonta Smith might be gone. I don't know if he's. Is Jamar Chase leaving? Uh, I'm not sure. I thought he was a sophomore. Oh yeah, he, actually, I think he is. Then. I think him and Justin Jefferson are sophomores. That's scary if they're sophomores. That is scary. Oh. Um, and C.D. Lamb's up there, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot about C.D. Lamb. He's a big playmaker. He's cold. Um, but, anywho, back to Mike Leach. Also, Joe Joe Brady, probably LSU's secret to success this yes. year, went to the Carolina Panthers. He is now Panthers. the O.C. for the Carolina Panthers, yeah. joining Matt Rule. So they're going to have a big college so influence. The Matt S- Rule's coming over from Baylor. The SEC West is once again wide open. I think this is the most wide open SEC West has been in a long time. And it's I still think it's Bama's conference to win, honestly. It's open though. Yeah. And Georgia had um one of their top offensive linemen declare for the draft, Andrew Thomas and Cade Mays. Cade Mays transferred to transferring Tennessee. to Tennessee. And one of the most bizarre stories ever. Yeah. The M- the NCAA transfer laws are so weird. You know, like players who are whose moms are dying can't get a transfer waiver, but you know Tate Martell, who just feels like who's just a big cry, yeah, baby. big cry baby, can get wherever he wants to, um, and. Cade Mays, his dad cut his pinky off in a lawn chair accident, which I didn't know was possible. You've got to be a scrub to get in a lawn chair accident. You know, um, on a visit to Georgia, and then he still went to Georgia and played a couple years of Georgia, and now they're bringing that story up. So I don't, I don't really <laughs> understand that, but I don't, I don't know if he's immediately eligible or not yet, but Tennessee offensive line just got a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big ad. For yeah. Uh, back to Mike Leach though, mm-hmm. I I love his personality. I think he's gonna bring yeah. a little bit of a a positivity and like a, a humor that I don't think this program has really had, at least under Moorhead, mm-hmm. Mullen somewhat. Um, but from what I understand, Leach is a is a dis- disciplined guy. Uh, really is gonna keep keep some people in check that need I'm, to be kept in check. I think that. In a couple of years, our offense will finally be, um, you know, I, I, at least I hope it'll be something that people game plan for, at least, you know. Yeah. People are actually worried about it, and that it, the offense is actually effective. Mm-hmm. That'll be a big step. I think our biggest problem is defense. Receivers can't catch the ball. Oh, and, and, and defense. Then, Mike Leach is not yeah. known for having good defense, so hopefully we can still recruit some good defensive mm-hmm. talent and have a um, – and have a good defensive coordinator calling plays yeah. back there. But um, I heard yesterday that we're bringing in Spurrier Jr. Yeah, as wide receiver receivers coach. coach. Um, so would, maybe get his old pops in as an analyst, the old ball uh, coach. We got a ball. Wait, we got a golf club or we got a golf course here. We do have two golf courses. Two golf courses in Starkville. Um, so he could definitely. I mean, he is like eighty five thousand years old though. But he. He's seen 85,000 years of football. That dude is dusty. He actually might, if the wind blows too hard, he might actually, like, I don't care. He's just, look, you want, you want good, as many eyes as you can on, on the game true. tape. That's true, no doubt, no doubt. 
especially coaches that have won national championships. Word. So we wouldn't know what that's like. Would not know. Mm-mm. But anywho, and Mike Leach, um, everywhere he's gone, um, Texas. Well, everywhere he's been the head coach at Texas Tech and Washington mm-hmm. State were just rock bottom. Just not good programs. Right. Um, never had sustained sustained success, and he won. Consistent one consistently at both of those places, and For as much as Mississippi State fans might hate to hear it, Mississippi State is closer to a Texas Tech and Washington State than right. a, a premier Power Five program. Right. So if he can, I mean, Mississippi State has more talent than Washington State and Texas Tech. Um, so you would think that. Um, you would think that Mike Leach could do more with this talent. We sure hope so. And I don't, I don't think that we're really above, you know, at a, maybe at a, at a peak under Mike Leach, we might get nine or ten wins. Yeah, but uh, but I think we're consistent, like eight or nine team. I think if you consistently win, start winning and start, I mean, where how do you think the other schools started winning? You just yeah, have you to start win, winning consistently. Win eight or nine game, eight or nine games a season for a little while, and then and then build that recruiting. Yeah, built some tenure. Like people forget in the early two thousands that Bama was not good. Mm-mm, not at all. And then even know, the first few years that Stable was there. Yeah, they lost to like uh, I forget who it is, Western Kentucky or somebody like mm-hmm. that. So it might not be them, but it was somebody like that. Um, and they didn't start winning consistently until they got recruits like Julio Jones and mm-hmm. Mark Ingram. Yeah, those. Kind he got there in two thousand seven. Kind of first title was two thousand nine. Yeah. So, I think that Mike Leach, if he can get, if he can blend his staff with some Washington State guys and some guys from the South that know their area, mm-hmm. kind of like what Moorhead did, but hopefully Better. this time it works. Right. Because maybe the offense will work. And Joe Moorhead just got the job at Oregon for the offensive coordinator. So I'm wanna, happy for wanna him. Wish Look, him he's yeah, a nice I want to wish him the best there. I mean, it's not like we hated him, it's yeah, just yeah, that it sure. didn't work out here. Um, it wasn't the right fit, and hopefully right. this is. Um, you know, Mike Leach is. I mean, it got people talking about Mississippi State. You know, right. I feel like a, you know, blue chip five star recruit would be more inclined. You know, a receiver would be more inclined to play for Mike Leach, who has the promise of getting the ball right. forty, fifty times a year, or definitely more than that. Um, than it would be in Joe Moorhead's offense, which just looked anemic and never got right. off the ground. Right. So I think that you can get – I mean, Mississippi State was, was at the point where they couldn't throw the ball because they didn't have the guys. Right. And they didn't have the guys because they couldn't throw the ball. So they're yeah, in a little catch-22. throw the ball, nobody could catch it. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying they didn't have the recruits to throw the ball, and they couldn't throw the ball because they didn't have the recruits. Right. So it was a little bit of a catch-22. I think that's what that is. Um, I do believe so. That is yeah. what that is called. So maybe they've found their way out of that. Who knows? Um, you know, we could look back at this hire and say it's a you know bad hire uh, or it didn't work out. Well, but we all know that. But you got to take a chance at some We thought point. Moorhead was a good hire. You can't. Like you can't be complacent with six and six and beating Ole Miss. Heck it's no. that's it's nice to beat Ole Miss, but that's mm-hmm. not that should not be your benchmark. It should be the um, it should be like a point along the way to success. Right. Right. I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you. Even if I tried. Yeah. Basically, you know, 
the success at Mississippi State should not revolve around Ole Miss. It should just be another opponent right. on the on the. We um, love beating schedule. them, but that that shouldn't be our main yeah. goal. I mean, it, they can still be your main rival, but you can't be obsessed with them and vice versa. You know, yeah. somebody's got to win. Because at the end of the day, you got to play eleven other games. Yeah, you can't you at can't least. make hires and fi- and fires based on that one game in late November. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mississippi State fired a coach that was two and zero against Ole Miss that right. made bowls twice in a row. So maybe that's you know a coach that had minor success here, which. You know, we're okay years, but with the talent he had, it mm-hmm. was underachieving. So Mississippi State moved on, and I think that's a step in the right direction right. in the athletic department. So, by the way, I've been eating cheeses this whole time. I they're, bet they can hear it. They're, they're mildly stale. Uh, I I left him on the couch uh, last night. Yeah, Jackson opened the whole bag, whole box, and laid all the cheeses on the couch and just left them there. No, I did not. That he put them back in the did box. not. You liar. Now we're on an untruthful podcast. No. But anywho. <laughs> hey, Cheese It, if you're listening, sponsor, sponsor us. us. Yeah. As we said in last week's episode, we will sell out for a sponsorship. No doubt. Travis, if it's... you're out there, Travis Scott, we're still waiting on a call. Yeah. Cheese It's. Uh, why not? Our phone lines are open. Strange Brew Coffee House slash Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Right. Local, uh, Reese's local. Puffs. Travis. No, no, no. No Reese's Puffs. Well, Travis likes Reese's Puffs. Well,. I don't want a sponsor that could kill me. Oh, I forgot. Jackson is allergic to peanuts. Yes. Still, Travis, if you're out there, call us. Our phone lines are open. Yeah. But with that being said, I do think it might be time to move into The Bachelor. It might be. Uh, you got more to say about this than I I got do. a lot to say. Yeah, so not I'm, I'm going to let you take point on this. Not one. because a lot happened in this week's episode. It was truth, truthfully kind of a boring episode. Like, yeah. nothing really happened. Um... But I just I have some strong feelings about some certain people in in The Bachelor. I was called out by some of our friends, which I'm gonna have to address that later. Yeah. Cause that I don't know that just didn't sit with me right. Mm. But anywho, we'll just kind of go from the from the beginning of the episode, talk about the high points, and just kind of move from there. Yeah, Hannah Brown, as of right now, is not is not on the show anymore. Right, Hannah Brown, if you're listening. Uh, don't listen. We don't like you. Stop yeah. listening. Turn off the podcast. This is where you stop. Yeah. Um, just go go back to Dancing with the Stars or something. Mm-hmm. Just anywhere but The Bachelor because I don't like you. But anyways. Horrible decision maker. Right. Zero awareness. If this was Madden, she'd yeah, have zero, zero awareness. awareness. Zero elusiveness. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. <clears throat> but anywho. So the main storyline of this episode... Kelsey, um, who I believe is one of the older girls, she's twenty eight. Yeah, she's probably uh, way I older than I think Pete's like twenty six. Most of the girls are like twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, they're pretty young, like from fresh what I out of college or influencing school, or yeah, whatever. Influ- social media influencing mm-hmm. academy of America. Mm-hmm. But anywho, um, so Kelsey apparently has been saving some bottle of champagne that she probably just got from Kroger. She's That's been, what I said. She's I been said saving they probably it. could have just got some random bottle right. from Kroger. She's been saving it for like a year, apparently. And what How she did, did she know she was going to be on the Bachelor? For real. Like, that's a bunch of crap. Yeah. So what she did is she, like, you know, made this nice little romantic thing by the fireplace and, like, put the champagne and, like, a candle and some flowers or something. Yeah. And, like, she was going to, like, take Peter to it. Well, Peter was walking around the house with Hannah Ann. She also 
kind of dilly dallied in between. I feel yeah, like she you also set the, you set the little romantic trap there. You go you go get the yeah the you go piece. get the mouse to put yeah. it in the trap. Word. And so shout she out, set, shout out mouse, shout Mickey out Mouse, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yeah. You know who you are if you're listening. Yeah. Um. So <clears throat> she set the trap and just didn't really get Peter to go to it. She was kind of talking to her gal. She was just like, "This is what I'm finna do." Um. And then you know other gal talk. Yeah. You know, you off know camera. just normal gal talk. And then you know, ish went down. Yeah. And so Peter and Hannah Ann are walking around the house. And they come across the champagne, you know, it's romantic, all that stuff. And as far as they can tell, it was just set up by the producers or whatever. These cheeses aren't really that stale. They're vaguely They're mildly stale. They're vaguely stale. Like if ten was very stale and one was fresh, they're probably like a five or a six. I'll take that any day over a super stale cheese. Well, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, we don't really know how much the producers had a hand in this. Um but they just came across it, and they're like, oh, look, champagne, candles, flowers, whatever. So they, like, pop the champagne and start drinking it. Well, you know, of course, from the other room, Kelsey and the gals heard the champagne pop. As you do. Of course. Mm-hmm. And so Kelsey walks out there and sees it and just absolutely blows a gasket and just loses her freaking mind. She's like, excuse me, excuse me. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Obviously, she's mad and understandably, you know, that that sucks that her champagne yeah. got drank. Yeah. Drank. But the problem that I have with it is that Kelsey starts blowing up on Hannah Ann saying, you're a snake, you planned this, this, that, this, and that, and the other. When literally neither her or Peter knew that she had set up the champagne. For all they knew, it was just set up for the show by the producers. Yeah, I mean... I'm. I can kind of see both sides of it. Like, if you see a bottle of champagne there, don't just. But there's bottles of champagne it. all over the house. Because remember, later Peter and Kelsey were talking, and there was a bottle of champagne next to the couch, and they drank it. Oh, they were. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, I could. I can definitely see both sides of it. You know, I don't think that necessarily. Um, it's that big of a deal. Yeah, but here I, it's we are. really not that important, but they spent the whole here episode we are. dragging Hashtag it out. Champagne gate. Yeah, champagne yeah. gate. Um, so Kelsey just blows up on Hannah Ann, I think, unnecessarily. Yeah. Um, which kind of brings us to why I'm a little upset. I got called out earlier by some of our friends. This is all you. In man. a group chat, just because I was defending Hannah Ann, saying she wasn't that big, bad of a person. And then me, well, me and you both got called out because apparently we allegedly only like Hannah Ann for her rotund features, as they call it. Which is not true. Which is not true at all. I honestly couldn't care less. You choose to believe that if you want. I don't care. I think she's cool. I don't think she's going to end up marrying Peter. I don't think he's going to, like, pick her. I feel like Madison is a lock right now. Yeah, Madison... we'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about kind of our top later. But, nonetheless, I couldn't care less about her. Mm -hmm. Her features. Yeah. I just like her. Or at least those features. Yeah. You know, she's got... I'm more more into her personality features, which, according to some of our sources, she doesn't really have much of a personality. But I think it's too early to really make that. She has a pretty face, nice smile. Makes for... 
Somebody was like, oh, she's a Sonic model. I don't care. See, that was the yeah. best Sonic ad I've ever she seen. She made a Sonic ad. It was just like, hey. Better we... than those two guys in the car just they are talking kind of funny, about whatnot. What well, they were funny like three years ago or four years ago. Yeah, they kind of are. Whatever. Oh, this just in. Grant Delpit entering the NFL we're draft. We're breaking all kinds we are of breaking, news on this breaking podcast. Some news. Sorry you, would, to... you would think that we were professional, <laughs> but check again. Check, check again. Game. It's anything but professional. Yeah. Um, very cool. Um... What were we talking about? Uh, the Hannah Sonic Ann. ad. Hannah Ann. Oh, the Sonic ad. I mean, that was like also three years ago. She's probably done some legit modeling stuff, as yeah. you could see from the runway part. Because yeah, she's, so she, that was obviously not her first time on a runway. Uh-huh. So a lot of people were upset saying Hannah Ann was like mean on the runway and like mean to the other girls. I don't think so. I think she's – it's just something just she does her, all the time. She's, she's in just, her natural habitat. Yeah, she's comfortable sure. with it. Um, and well, the thing with the whole runway thing that I had a problem with, um, y'all can comment on this below if you want. For sure. But I thought the whole thing of Victoria being like scared and nervous was that was a so bit of a lie. funny. She's like, I don't have any confidence. I can't compete with these girls. Right. Like basically just wasting time. And then the producers were like, you got to do this. And then she was like, I'm out to walk off the show. And then all of a sudden on the runway, who is strutting her stuff like it ain't no thing? She literally. Victoria F. She literally walks out in like lingerie. I guess she just. Nobody's business. I guess she just found her confidence in that. In a matter of like five minutes. Off camera, I guess. And then. So she's like walking down the runway. She had Michael's secret stuff on tap. For sure. For sure. From Space Jam. Yeah. And then she just makes uh Peter like kiss her. Was that? And the, I don't remember that. Yeah, she's like. Well, it was when she was wearing. Sometimes like, they all just run together. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. that she would. That was a big part because she, you know, she quote lost her confidence or whatever. But yeah. I forgot See, about. My her. thing about her is she's just like so like insecure and like when she's talking to Peter, she doesn't. See she him. always fishing for compliments. Yeah, she's on, like always yeah. crying to him yep. and this and that. And I just don't think Peter thinks it's that attractive. I think he might think it's attractive right now, but I think he kind of sees through it. And yeah. he'll, he'll realize that that's not the kind of girl I he definitely wants to don't be think with. she'll be top 3. I feel no, like not even close. Mm-hmm. Um one thing I was upset about though is that because the whole champagne thing took so much attention for this episode, Kelly and Victoria P weren't even in the episode at all and in my opinion they're really? two yeah. of the top 3. I mean they're just being unproblematic right now, so that's just helping them out. Yeah. So, I don't really see it as a problem. I think eventually this drama is going to bring down both Kelsey and Hannah Ann. Probably. But it's going to bring down Kelsey first. It'll be their downfall for sure. I mean, it's it just really matters who plays it right. And yeah. I mean, there's beef in every season, and usually it brings down both people. Yeah. But it's whoever plays it right ends up mm-hmm. lasting longer. And I think regardless of the beef, Kelsey's not... Like that Hannah, great Hannah, Hannah Brown and Kaylin had beef on last yeah, year's were, Bachelor, yeah. and Kaylin ended up sticking around longer because she, you know, just the way she played yeah. it and the way that Hannah B went about it was different. But I mean, they both worked it out. I think Kaylin's, you know, somewhere with that mustache guy from yeah. the Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise was just too much for me. I it watched was, the first like four or five yeah, episodes and it same. just got too it was much. So, it was so much. I was like, goodness gracious. Yeah. Um, and see, there's somewhere touring the world in RB. So much so like Garner Minshew. Is that what he's up to right he now? He might actually be Garner Minshew. 
Yeah, that's what Garner's up to right now. You can keep up with that on his social media. Shout out Garner. Absolute legend. Um, uh, Gardner, if you're listening, uh, we love you. I hope so. Uh, we'd love if you wanted to, like, I don't know, make a charitable donation to the podcast. Maybe sponsor it. Uh, Wait get, till he gets his first, you know, NFL yeah. deal. Hey, you know? Gardner, you got a bag coming, and you know we just can't wait to see where you where you go from here. For sure. Um, but back to the bachelor, uh, bachelor talk. Um, <coughs> cough. That's my bad. I'm a little under the weather. If y'all yeah. could not tell, I just woke up the other day and just had a little something something going on. It'd be like that. It sometimes. feels almost like allergies, but I don't know. It's a little bit sneakier than uh, allergies. Yeah, it's it's a little sneaky. It's like the also. Old, do you uh, think Joe Burrow is sneaky athletic or is just athletic? I think he's sneaky athletic. That's what I'm saying. Because we, if also, you look at Joe Burrow, he's you don't, he not look, an imposing looking guy. It's big. Uh, what's it? Macaulay Culkin or whatever. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He um, looks like Macaulay Culkin. It's, it's grown up Macaulay Culkin without the drugs. Without and all the truck of his problems. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't look that athletic, but Charlie was, you know, getting mad at us because he was like, he's clearly athletic. I'm like, well, you wouldn't think no, that like by looking at like him. like beyond athletic plays. Yeah, no, he but is when an, you look at Joe Burrow, you're not like, oh my gosh, he's just a freak athlete. Yeah, and like also... He's, he's obviously not like a Cam Newton. Or also, like, a, like, sneaky athletic is like kind of a meme now. So where it's like any white quarterback that makes good plays is sneaky right. athletic. Like a Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Or like Matt Ryan sometimes makes Ryan. escapes from the pocket or some or right. something like that, um, and it's just funny, you know, just sneaky athletic, um, and that's the end of that little little debate little, there, little sidebar, little sidebar. Um, do we really? Do you have anything left to say about the Bachelor? Um, this episode was kind of weak, if I'm honest. Of the Bachelor, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm just guessing it was probably like a bridge episode or just like. A build up to something because nothing other than the champagne beef, nothing really happened that is worth. Um, the runway was interesting for sure. It was okay. Oh, I don't know if we mentioned, but Hannah Ann like won the runway like competition. Yeah, and she won. She got the bag. She got a bunch of. (coughs) Yeah, she got like a. I will say it's getting harder and harder for me to defend Hannah Ann. She's not doing me any favors for sure. Yeah, she's never been my top. My top. That's kind of been. She's definitely like more of the Kelly Victoria P. She's Madison. definitely beautiful, but she's yeah making it so hard for me to defend her. But uh, also keep in mind we're we're still very very early in the season. Oh yeah, we don't really know everything. Second yet. episode. Uh, Although we have yeah. once five hours of the Bachelor and, and two episodes, that's kind of kind of yeah. crazy. Well, he did have that three hour premiere last yeah, last I week. I know, but that was that was a bit much. I feel like they could have split the those episodes into two. Yeah, for sure. Um. So, do you think anything is going to come out of the Hannah B thing, or was that just an episode uh, one thing? Because, I mean, you, they look to the end of the season, and Chris Harrison's like, I have something to tell you before you do this, and Peter's already got the ring. Yeah. So, does They've that been, have to do something with Hannah B, or is that with one of the other girls, or is just is uh, Chris Harrison like, I got something to tell you, something came in the mail today, and then... um Peter is like what, and uh, Chris Harrison is like D's nuts, and then he walks off set. Is that uh, your high prediction? F- that's my prediction. He okay. uh, he high he's five five and everybody, um, nice. and then 
Peter is left there crying like a beta male, like like a nerd. Because <laughs> we all know Chris Harrison is the alpha male. No, he is. Like the I I kind of wish that Peter would drop out and then Chris the, Harrison gets Chris the Harrison is the always the emergency bachelor. The so he is. Bachelor. Yeah, he's like the backup bachelor. Yeah. Um, and he finally gets a, his time to shine. For real. And all the girls go crazy because who wouldn't who wouldn't want to be with Chris Harrison? Right. Uh, and also, I think Chris Harrison would be a more interesting bachelor than Peter. Peter's just kind of yeah, just Peter's wants to make out with all the girls. a little disappointing. I liked him in The Bachelorette this past year. Yeah. I thought he was great. But so far, he's been a little boring. He does move quick. Um, so quick. He really be trying like taking, to... Like taking girls to your fake parent or your parent not your fake parents, but your real parents' fake <coughs> wedding vow, vow renewal, re- renewal yeah. whatever. This uh, happened to yeah. be on that day. Yeah, uh, that was that was set up. Yeah. I don't care what you say. That yeah. was definitely set no, up. No, it was. No doubt. Um, you know, I think... So the thing that they've been alluding to at the end of the season, I think it's going to be something along the lines of, like, one of the girls just decided to leave or something. Because if you're not familiar with The Bachelor, basically they get down to the last two girls. Yeah. And Peter... He can propose to both of them if he wants to. That's kind of weird. That is weird. That'd be uh, like, but normally that'd be like Provo's most eligible, the Utah shout version out Provo's of, the, most of eligible. The, the Utah version of the Bachelor, which yeah. is great. Um, check that out on check YouTube. Out. Um, that it's just a really entertaining series. Uh-huh. Um, Awkward as all get out. Yeah, it's just it's about what you would expect, honestly. Um, the low budget just. That just looks that like I filmed it on camcorder. That all just makes it so much better. Yeah, you know, um, but I th- it could be one of those situations where Colton had for a second where he didn't end up with anybody. Yeah, and then he went second, back to, and then uh, he went back to one of the girls. Or yeah. it could just be where Hannah Hannah Brown's situation where doesn't end up with anybody mm-hmm. at all, and then see my thing is, is I can't stand Hannah Brown. I don't think yeah she's. I don't think that she's right for Peter, but at the same time, Peter's really making me start to question who is right for him. Just because I haven't seen a whole lot this season where I'm like, okay, Peter, like I can tell the kind of girl you want. It yeah. just seems like he's just kind of. Like, I I do think that Madison is in the front is in the, yeah for sure in the front running because he called her Maddie Rose like she's never said anything like that before like. She didn't introduce herself as Maddie Rose. Yeah. Did he somehow find out? But her also, well, name? also we don't see a lot of their side conversations. Like that there's is true. so much that we don't see. That is true. And so we're just kind of seeing what the producers want us to see. Maybe, but just the way that he looks at her, I'm like week two. I think she's the favorite right now. Right. Uh, but anyways, my prediction at the end, I think it's something along the lines of like, one of the girls leaves or like. Yeah, maybe he tells one of the girls that he's not going to propose to her, and then the girl that he is going to propose to decides she doesn't want to marry him. I don't know. It's we're going to have to wait a long time to find out. Which yeah, creates suspense, but at the same time, it's kind of annoying to have to wait. Yeah, the rest of the season looks pretty cool. Um, they do go to Costa Rica yep. and Cleveland. Both exotic destinations, Cle- but the only, exotic city of Cleveland. Only Ohio. one is Cleveland. I could. I mean, they didn't say they were going to Cleveland, but it looked like the Browns. Cleveland. It looked like the Browns stadium that you. they were in. They were in like a football stadium. It did look like they were in the Browns. There's not many football teams with the colors of brown and orange. So yeah, you know. Um, <coughs> so that's. I'm trying to think. Um, when Kelsey took a swig of the champagne and she... Oh, this is a classic like, mistake. 
Oh, oh how, my gosh. How dumb you have to be so to tip up the bottle of champagne. It just went everywhere. Oh, my gosh. And now, so like, now she's a meme. She is a meme. You hate to see she even, got she got her champagne stolen, booked, booked. out of thin air by even, Hannah Hannah Ann, a, an alpha woman, an alpha woman, alpha Kelsey, f- you're alpha, a beta woman, alpha female. Um, but even if like you don't know anything about the drinking business, yeah. you know that you don't just turn over a fresh bottle of champagne to try no. to drink it from the bottle. No, because it will spray all over your face, and that's exactly what happened to Kelsey. You yep. would think. In her 28 years of life, she would have... If I was a bachelor, I would have like, just laughed. Under, like, you oh, idiot. Yeah, she is an idiot. Because yeah. she got her champagne straight up boot ganged from her. Yeah. And then Peter was like, hey, just drink it straight from the bottle. <laughs> she did No, he gave her the option. He's like, we got some glasses or do you want to drink straight from the bottle? And she chose the bottle. I she think he low-key knew what was going to happen. And he was like, hey, you drink it from the bottle. Yeah, that's just probably so what I would, would do if I, was, if I was the bachelor. I'd be like, you want to... <laughs> <laughs> you want to drink it from the bottle, Freaking and then nerd. and then she was like, "Yeah," and then she got it all over her face, um, which is just hilarious. Also, during funny. the rose ceremony, they put Kelsey and Hannah Ann right next oh, to each yeah, other. Oh yeah, like that was just which an is, accident. Yeah, oh just gosh. they just happened to stand next to yeah. each other. Okay. Sometimes it makes me mad how much the producers have a hand in. Yeah. Like, I think the whole Luke P thing with The Bachelorette, like, that was all the producers. Like, he should have been gone long before he was. Probably, but I also think Hannah actually kind of genuinely well, liked a, him. she's a dummy head. Because he's an idiot, yeah, yeah. But and idiot. then that all ultimately ended the way that it did. Yeah. Um, very little windmill references on this episode, which is a win. Yeah. We, we the, can finally we move past that. must move past the windmill. We really yes. must. Oh. Um, all in all... Somewhat interesting episode, not a whole lot happened. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like a Saturday where you just stay inside and watch TV all day. And you're like, eh, that was okay, yeah. but I didn't really do anything. I think they're really going to have to do a lot over this these next one to three episodes to really bring the audience back in. Because I think a lot of people are kind of seeing through the beef and just seeing that it's kind of been a boring season thus far. There's got to be some more beef. I oh, for sure. Got to have a cat fight in there eventually. Oh, also in the previews, Demi is going to show up in the next episode, which I'm not too happy about because I don't know why they just keep bringing her back for stuff. I think she's annoying. Yeah. She always has been annoying. She is. And I just like, <sighs> I don't like her being around. She's just annoying. And it's, you know, I mean, she's got a big personality. And I mean, I don't have a problem with big personalities, but she's just. The way that she goes about it. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Um, Yeah. That's that's about all we got on The Bachelor bachelor this week. What's going on with you right now, Carson? What's going on with me? Uh, Let's see. I mean, we just vibe. We're busy already. Yeah, yeah, it's already already busy. Uh, I mean, actually, after I leave here, I got to go do some homework. Yeah, me too. Take some notes. No doubt. Study. Justin and I were going look, to look at that house on Monday while you were in class. Yeah. So we'll, we'll document that, no doubt. Wait, y'all going... I think we're going next, Monday. Not this Monday, but next Monday. It's like actually, the 20-something. I'm pretty sure. I mean, Actually, I don't know. Because if it is on Labor Day, then yeah, you can come. But MLK Day, not Labor Day. Close enough. Well, you see, the thing is, if I could find these texts... There it is. Slipping through your fingers right now. So we, me, Jackson, and one of our friends, Justice, are all going to be living together next year. Yeah, so y'all going to look at the house on the 27th. Would you look at that? Not this Monday, but next Monday. Next Monday, okay. Well. I do believe that is correct. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well. 
That's something. Big boy status. Going yeah, to big look boy. At we're kind of adulting. We're going house shopping. House Hunters International. House Hunters International here in Starkville, Mississippi. Uh, I clean. I cleaned the house on Monday. That was the first time that we did like a deep clean, and it took like almost two hours. Me and Justice are the only ones that clean our current house. It took forever to clean this over house. there at that um, Rocky Road. I just felt like, you know, an adult. Just right. cleaning stuff. Why have we never called our house, like, Bluebell or something? What are you talking about? We live on Rocky Road. Maybe you should start doing that and it'll catch on or something. We've been the Grit House since I know. The, I just think it's cool when other people have, like, nicknames for their houses. Like, the Grit House, the Light House, uh, the Beat House. The, uh, well, the, right now it's the the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yeah, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. The, the Rat House. Rat the House. Rodent Residence. Rodent Residence. Uh, Sprint, Master Splinter's Master Dojo. Dojo. Um... Uh, the outhouse, the outhouse, formerly known as the yeah. outhouse. Um, so I just like. I wish our house had a cool nickname. If you got one, please message us via Spotify. We, we, yeah, Spotify yeah. message us. We live on Rocky Road, so like I want a cool nickname for our house because right now we just call it our house, and that's which lame. Isn't very catchy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what's going on with you? Um. You know, I also have some homework. Right. Um, got work at four thirty, I think. So about two hours from now. Um, but I'm just vibing. Downloaded uh Lego Star Wars. I too downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet. But also, you can only play the Phantom Menace, and then the rest you have to buy. So that's kind of it's called marketing. That's a tragedy. Um, I'm not saying that I won't fork over seven dollars for the complete saga. But I'm not saying that I will. It so might be worth it. That's TV. Honestly, I'm seven dollars for a complete saga for the complete game, which I spent like hours and hours and hours upon as a child. I think I, I think I might have to mm-hmm. might have to go in. Might I'll see if my family it. has like an extra iTunes gift card. I got one for Christmas, and it has like four dollars left on it. Not not nearly enough. Not nearly enough, but it is fifty percent off when you really think about it. Yeah, for sure. Over fifty percent off, unless they charge tax. They just might. They still like. Well, I don't know. 50%. I have no idea. But that is the disaster um, that was that. So now, I mean, it could could have a happy ending where I could buy the game and complete it to completion. Um, complete it to completion. But yeah, that's <coughs> that was that. Mm-hmm. Um, really, don't have any. Th- Big things going on. No, no trips or nothing. No trips. We could go to Waterburger. I do weekend. have a free honey butter chicken biscuit coupon. This weekend we could. We might have to. We have a long weekend. A long weekend. That's we have is Labor Day. Uh, shout sla- out Martin Labor Day slash Luther Martin Luther King, King Day. Junior Day. Uh, yeah. Big, big day. Bats. Oh well, college football is over, which is. Which was most of our content, so we're pretty much having to transition to a bachelor podcast. Oh, you want to talk about the NFL playoffs? Oh yeah, so we've got real quick. I think we're kind of nearing the end of the podcast. No, we got some time. Yeah, we got we got some time. Let's um, delve into this. So four teams left. We got in the NFC Championship. We've got the Forty ers and the Packers. It's going to be which, in uh, at. Yeah, at Levi Stadium. Levi Stadium. I was um, wanting to call it AT and T Park, which in, is the baseball stadium. In my right? humble opinion, the Packers don't even deserve to be in the NFC Championship. They had just 
the 49ers are so much They more somehow snuck into talented. the playoffs, I think. Yeah. Even though they went 13-3, and three, they just – I don't think they were that good of a team. I think they rode Aaron Jones a lot. They got some good players. They uh, Devontae, got a good defense. Devontae Adams is a freak. There's a Darius Smith and Preston yeah. Smith are playing nice in there. I always forget that Clay Matthews is no longer on the Packers. Yeah, he's, he's on the, he Rams. the Rams. Yeah, that looks yeah. just looks weird. He's kind of been watched for the past few years. Well, it just yeah. looks like he should have just retired. Like yeah, he should have just, just stayed a Packer. It looks weird to not see him in in a Packer uniform. Yeah. So I I don't know if I can do that. Um, thankfully, the Rams aren't in the playoffs, so I don't have to look at that. Yeah. Um. Um. But, yeah, my pick for sure is the 49ers to get to the Super Bowl. I think they're just going to walk right through the Packers. Yeah. Get to the Super Bowl. Um, and then on the AFC the side of things, the Titans, the Titans coming out of nowhere. Even though I, could, I said I could – I didn't say it on here, but I said I could see them making a deep run once they make the playoffs. I did. Because they got – I was thinking it. Like, I mean – they, they got played, a sneaky good defense. They played good second half of the season, And too. their offensive line is lights out, probably best in the league or one of the top. Uh-huh. Um, best running back in the league, Derrick sure. Henry, who is just a mountain of a man, who would want to tackle him? He's like 6'2", 240, and can probably and run a four I guess he doesn't least. get tired because they're giving him the ball like he 30, runs 30 times 35 times a game or something like that. So, like... That's just their game plan, and Tannehill is doing just enough he's to just win. He's just a game manager, and, and that's all they really need. He's doing just enough to win. Um, and their defense is good. They got playmakers. Mm-hmm. like. Um, I mean, they held Baltimore to six points. Yeah. And it seems like Baltimore is averaging well, 100 no, they, a game. They scored 12. 12, my bad. It was six yeah. in like the first half. But at home, and they Baltimore at they home. pretty much put the clamps on the Patriots, which wasn't that hard to do this year. They weren't that Patriots. good. I think a lot of people were just riding Patriots' sphere. Like people being scared of the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is understandable, but at the end of the day, they're not a good football team. Yeah. But anywho, uh, Kansas City made a big comeback in the divisional Huge game against comeback. Well, it was, uh, the Texans. They were down 24 to nothing. They ended up winning 51-31. Yeah. Which is a huge victory. Um, Justice, if you're listening, I'm sorry. They were just That's kind just of toying with them in the second half. They, they really were scoring were. at will whenever they wanted to. Um. I'm I'm probably gonna pick the Kansas I'm probably gonna pick the Kansas City Chiefs in this so we're gonna have a Niners Chiefs Super Bowl. I'm gonna have to go with the Titans. The Titans have played well when they need to play Look, well. Brent Titans, Venables I think should be coach of the year for the longest time. I thought it should be Kyle. Brent Shanahan. Venables. It's I Mike mean, Vrabel. Freak. That's what I meant. Mike Vrabel. Yeah. You. I was thinking. Yeah. Anyway. Ninety championship. Mike Vrabel. Um. Uh. And I don't know if it's a regular season award or if they include the playoffs in it. They should I, include the playoffs. I have no idea. I don't uh, know how the NFL war- awards work that yeah, much. I don't know. But it um, should be Mike Vrabel. But I mean, the Titans are the team that I cheer for in the AFC. You know, I cheer for them yeah. in every game except for when they're playing yeah, the They Falcons. always seem to beat us every year. Yeah, whenever they play the Falcons, I obviously cheer for the Falcons because that's my team. Yeah, but up, me as the, well. Um, the Titans are... Just they're sneaky they're good. Sneaky good. They're you like look if Joe at, Burrow was a team. It's you the look Titans. at their roster up and down, and you're like, they have a couple playmakers like Derrick Henry, AJ Brown is tearing it up there. AJ Brown. Corey Corey Davis still makes some plays. They don't have Delaney Walker anymore. Yeah. I think it, they don't really throw to the tight end much. No, because they don't have one. I mean, I mean, one well, they got working. they got Johnny Smith. He's at, he actually does make some plays. But they don't really. I mean, in the playoffs. I think wild card Ryan Tannehill threw it like eleven times. 
I think he had 11 completions and they threw it. He was like, like limp for 15 or something. Yeah. It, Divisional <laughs> round, probably about the same thing. I mean, you don't need to when... I mean, if they ain't they, broke, don't fix you it. You don't need... I think the way to beat Tennessee is to really, you know, score, first of all. And score, then get them sure. get them behind early and then make them throw the ball because that's clearly yeah. their, weak, their weak spot. Um, but I think if, Kansas, if the Titans can hang within the first half within like seven... I think they got a big, a good chance of winning at Kansas City. Yeah. I don't know if they're a come from behind team. Like they have to be up. Early. They have to be. They have to at least be close to to uh-huh. want to come back. And of course, they're just going to keep riding Derrick Henry. He's going to have. I mean, if he has over one fifty again, yeah, then they're going to win. The problem is though, is that Kansas City's offense is so much more athletic. Yeah, like one of the most athletic offenses in the league, and so. It's just. I feel like if they can figure out Lamar Jackson, up. I feel like they'll be able to at least slow down Patrick Mahomes yeah. and their offense. They, Kansas City just has some of the fastest receivers in the league with um, Robinson, 11, I forgot his first name, yeah. uh, Tyree Kill, and Miko Hardman. Just they, guys that can take the top off. And Tennessee's secondary is going to be really tested with, you know, mm-hmm. the, most of those guys are retreads except yeah. for Dory Jackson, you know, Logan Ryan, Kenny Vaccaro. Kenny Vaccaro. Um, but they, they've really resurged since they've been in Tennessee. They have. They've been playing well, and I expect them to play, to continue to play well. So. For sure. Um, but I'm going to have to go 49ers, Titans, Super Bowl. I'm definitely cheering for the Titans if that's the case. See, I don't know who I would cheer for because there's a lot of ties between the Falcons and the 49ers. No, screw Kyle Shanahan. Uh, he, I, hey, we Kyle, I still love you. He could have won us. A, he could have won us a Super Bowl, but he decided to get all cute with it, and what happened happened. I still like Kyle Shanahan. I like Tevin Coleman. I, I, I like, like Tevin Coleman too. He never did his dirty like Nick Bosa. Kyle Shanahan did. All right, you need to calm down. Um, um, no, I, I would, gonna, honestly, it would have to be a game time decision gonna, for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna who get I worked up. For. I'm definitely cheering um, for Tennessee if that happens. If I mean, if Kansas City makes the Super Bowl, I'm definitely cheering for the 49ers for sure. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's almost like when I was cheering for LSU, like cheering for the SEC, I got to cheer for the NFC. And no, I was cheering for Clemson. And the, my best friend, you know, there. And I just – I don't like LSU fans that much. I just – You know, I don't like any fans from the state of Louisiana, Saints fans, uh-huh. LSU fans. No. No. I can't stand them. I'm, Pelicans fans don't really exist, but if they did, they'd probably be annoying. Um, so yeah, Pelicans I was, fans don't have anything to cheer for. I just I don't really like LSU that much. So I mean, good for either. good for them for winning the Natty. They um, deserved it, no doubt. Yeah, but they were acting like a thirteen-year drought. You know, they last time they won it was two thousand seven. They were acting like thirteen-year yeah. drought was enormous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd love to have one. Yeah. I'd love to have Sometimes just anything. one. Yeah, we should have like two titles in women's basketball at least. A tie, probably a title and at least a title one in baseball. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough being a Mississippi State fan. It really is. But you know what? We're true maroon. So I'd love to get some baseball talk in once once the baseball once season, season starts. Out, Hopefully, like forty days, something, something like that. Um, so hope. That'll probably be at the end of those podcasts, yeah. so I don't put the listeners to sleep. Yeah. I'm more baseball. of a casual baseball watcher. I hate professional baseball. It's just so boring. I do enjoy college baseball, like going to the games. I do enjoy that, but 
I'm not as big in a baseball as, See, as I could, Jackson is. I could probably make a baseball punt. I could probably, like, if Carson left, or, I mean, not left, but couldn't do an episode, yeah. I could probably, if I, if all my backup options failed for a co-host, I would just talk about the Braves or talk about, you know, baseball. For sure. So, y'all better pray that doesn't happen. Cause yeah. I'll pray that doesn't happen because yeah. I don't want I don't want to lose all three of our viewers. Yeah, we can't listeners, have not can't viewers. have our listeners leave because we're talking about baseball. Though. I mean, we've got we've got like singles of listeners. Yeah, and we don't want to lose single them. digits really. Yeah, so we can't have all of them scare, scurry scatter yeah. because we're talking scurry about like the rats at Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. We don't want that. To happen. No, can't let that happen. Um, yeah, we really made something out of nothing there. I mean, we really did. But that's what this podcast is about, staying on your toes, much like Joe Burrow. We we're, are we're sneaky athletic. We're, with a, pod. we're a gritty uh we're a gritty podcast. So we made the we made the most of it and this was going to end up being one of our longer episodes. Uh you got any closing remarks, Carson? Closing remarks. Um as always, if you're not out there chasing a bag, what are you even chasing? I mean, chase a check. Never chase anything else right in the check right always chase the check i started that line and realized i couldn't finish yeah, it because that, the, that song does have some the, profanity in the, it the um the uh fcc would shut us down right there so right. um we want to maintain being a family friendly podcast so i'm just gonna right. i don't have any closing remarks um i'm just gonna say thank you for listening and if you made it this far, um, you're a real one. Yeah, we'll probably have one next out next week, so you can listen to that one too. Yeah. Um, we'll think gonna, for the most part, be having episodes out every week. Yeah. Start getting into the rhythm, hopefully. Um, so that is that. Uh, thank you all for listening to anything but professional podcasts. Um, we truly do appreciate it. So we do appreciate it. Make sure to like and subscribe. Of course. If can you subscribe on Spotify? I no, think you just I, just, I just like saying like and subscribe. Yeah, you, 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 like do, a popular you really think this is a YouTube <laughs> no, video? I'm well aware it's not a YouTube video. But in like a perfect world, we would be YouTubers, wouldn't we? And if I knew mind. how to use a camera and like edit, yeah, then maybe. But also, I feel like if I ever saw like a YouTuber in public, I would look at them and. Disgust. <laughs> Maybe th- not disgust. That's a little strong, but just like confusion. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Because I've only seen one vlogger in public, and it was when I was working at Coldstone. And I was just trying to make him his ice cream, and he was like vlogging me. <laughs> so, I mean, that's about my only experience with a YouTuber. Wow. What a way to end the episode. It uh, is. Thank y'all, and goodbye.